want us to lift up our voice again and thank God. We, are, we, we, we need to thank Him because it wasn't our alarm that woke us up this morning. Many slept yesterday and this morning they couldn't move any part of their body again. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father Lord, I thank you. For every member of my family, I thank you. I thank you for waking me up this morning to see this beautiful day. The Bible said this is the day the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I want us to worship God this morning. Let's bless his holy name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we worship you for making it possible for us to see this beautiful day. Glory and honor be unto your name. Adoration be unto your name. We thank you for all that you have done for us. We thank you for provision. We thank you for protection. We thank you for preservation. Glory and honor be unto your name. For every member of our family, we thank you. For our nation, we thank you. Even for our leaders, both spiritual and political. Father, we thank you. Glory and honor be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want us to lift up our voice unto God this morning and say, Lord, I'm here again at your presence. Be merciful unto me. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, come and do something new in my life this morning. By your mercy, O God, come and visit me this morning. By your mercy, O God, touch me. Let me receive your touch. In the name of Jesus, let there be transformation in my life. By your mercy, in the name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Let's cry for the mercy of the Lord. Let's cry for the mercy of the Lord. Lord, this morning be merciful unto us. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every troubles, let every sickness, let every affliction in our life be terminated this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, Lord, open the windows of heaven unto us. In the mighty name of Jesus. And let there be a pony of your grace this morning. Let there be a pony of your power upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus. By your mercy, O God. Do something new for us this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I declare that by the mercy of the Lord, every mountain we met before us. As we go out this morning. In the name of Jesus. Every troubles in our life. Every challenges in our life. The Lord will deal with it this morning by his mercy. In the name of Jesus, I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to pray and say, Lord, by the power and the blood of Jesus, let me be purged and be cleansed this morning. In the name of Jesus, let every negative dreams of the night be cancelled by the blood of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. By the power and the blood of Jesus, we cancel every dreams of defeat, every dream of death, every dreams of failure. We cancel them this morning. In the name of Jesus, every finished work of the enemies overnight, let them be cancelled and be destroyed. By the power and the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, cancel every agenda of the enemy against the journey today. In the name of Jesus, Lord, if there was anywhere our soul, our spirit man was taken to overnight, redeem us back by the power of your blood. In the name of Jesus, anything that was stolen from us overnight, let the blood of Jesus restore them this morning. In the name of Jesus, let destiny be restored. Let marriages be restored. Let joy, peace be restored. In the name of Jesus, by the power of your blood, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, let every demonic power that have been assigned to frustrate my journey of today be arrested and be destroyed by fire. 
I want you to know that every day, the devil always assigns at least a demon to go after a man. In order to frustrate that man, to, to, to discourage that man, to cause all kinds of affliction. But the devil has failed over your case this morning. Because you are going to pray and say, Lord, every demonic power that have been assigned to frustrate the judgment today, I command your arrest and your destruction. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every demonic agent, every demonic spirit, every demonic power that have been assigned to frustrate the judgment today, we come against you. In the name of Jesus, be arrested and be destroyed by fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, we refuse to be frustrated. We shall not fail in the journey of today. As we go out this morning, we shall succeed in everything we lay our hands upon. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, as I go out this morning, let your light shine upon my path. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to walk in darkness. In the mighty name of Jesus, your light for direction, your light for illumination. Let it shine upon my ways. Let it shine upon me as I go out this morning. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, as we go out, let your light shine upon us. In the name of Jesus, we command every darkness to disappear. In the mighty name of Jesus, the light of direction, the light of illumination, let it shine upon us. In the name of Jesus, we shall not walk in darkness of confusion. We shall not walk in darkness of sin. We shall not walk in darkness of sickness. In the name of Jesus, whatever represents darkness in our lives, whatever represents darkness in our homes, we command you to be destroyed by the fire of the ghost. In the name of Jesus, let us be overshadowed with your light. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray over your life that this morning, the Lord will send his light upon you. In the name of Jesus, no works of darkness will prevail in the journey of today. In the mighty name of Jesus, anywhere darkness is hiding, in your home, in your family, among your children, in your career, in your ministry, I command that darkness to be exposed. In the name of Jesus, you will walk in the light. I said you will walk in the light. In the name of Jesus, no more confusion for you. No more error. No more mistakes. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will guide you. In the journey of today, he will guide you to where your blessings are. In the name of Jesus, he will back you up. He will support you. In the name of Jesus. And any power that may want to stop your advancement. I pray this morning the Lord will destroy them. In the mighty name of Jesus. It is done. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. If you know that this morning the Lord will do something new in your lives. Shout hallelujah. I want us to open our, I mean, our Bible. We have been opening our mouths for some time now. Let's open our Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. We are going to continue with this series. And we may continue until next week. Except if God, you know, give us instruction to stop and to start a new series. Uh, because I always like to start a new series at the beginning of the month. But it seems like these things of worry... You know, God wants us to deal with it very well. Because everybody, there's nobody without 
a, a, a sense of worry in their lives. And the more we hear the word of God about it, the more we are going to receive the help that we need. Matthew chapter 6, let's go to verse 25. And this was the word of Jesus to his disciples. You know, if you are reading from a red letter Bible, you will discover that it is all written in red. Therefore, I say unto you. Now, I want us to consider the word of God as a direct message to us. Now, one of the ways we can understand the word of God more is when we see it as a direct message unto us. Because some people, when they read the Bible, they say, well, you know, in that place, Jesus Christ was talking to holy disciples. In that place, Jesus Christ was talking to maybe the people at Galilee. He wasn't talking to me. But if you look at it, the word of God is prophetical. The word of God not only addressed the past, but it also addressed the future. So, but the moment we see it as a direct message unto us, it will make more sense to us. And then we can be able to apply it directly to every current situation in our life. And therefore I say unto you, and God is saying again to somebody this morning. Look at what he's saying. He's saying again. He said, do not worry. Do not worry. Because the, the, the problem is that some of us, when we are in the church, maybe we go for a church service or we are under a ministration like this. Well, when we hear the message, do not worry. Then we don't worry. But as soon as we get off the call, as soon as we get back to our house, then we pick up our worry again. And then we start to worry again. <laughs> you know, that's why we need to emphasize this message. Do not worry. Maybe you woke up again this morning and you are worried about your children. You are worried about your job. You are worried about your head. You are worried about what will happen next year. Do not worry, my sister. Do not worry again, my brother. Do not worry. Because there's nothing you can do. Especially if it is something we cannot do anything about. Why worry about it? Let's just leave it in the hand of God. Therefore, do not worry about your life. About your life. Do you know many, many parents are so worried about their children? They say, ah, my children, this one has not gotten married. This one is still waiting you know, for, 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 uh, for her or for him to get a job. And all kinds of things. We shouldn't worry. You can't provide a job for your child. Even if you have, I mean, if you have, if you can do it, do it. But if you cannot, just keep praying for them until when God will provide a job for them. And if they are still single, just keep praying for them. It's, it's better for them to be married to the right partner than to marry the wrong partner. So you, you, what you can do is to pray. So do not worry about your life. What you will hit, look at that, what you will hit or what you will drink. Nor about your body, what you will put on. You know, these are the major necessity of life. What we eat, what we drink, and what we put on. That, you know, and let me tell us this. If God can take care of this necessity of life, if we have enough food to eat, enough water to drink, and we have good clothes to wear, then our worry should not, should, we shouldn't worry anymore. Let me put it that way. We shouldn't worry anymore. We, you know, any other thing that we are trying to possess, I want to buy this, I want to buy that. Uh, uh, out of you know, anything that is more than this three necessity of life, when we put our mind too much on it, it will cause us to be worried. It will cause us to be worried. If God can help us to take care of this need, we have we have a roof over our over our head, we can wear good clothes, and we can have access to good food. That is enough. That is enough. No, people get into trouble when they want to acquire more than what is necessary. When we try to acquire more than what is necessary, we are going to get into trouble. So do not worry. Do not worry. 
And this morning, I, I will be talking to us on what I've tied to, casting all your cares on the Lord. Casting all your cares on the Lord. If you open to the book of First Peter chapter 5, First Peter chapter 5, uh, verse 7. Look at what the Bible says. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. The Bible says, casting all your care. Look at that. All your care upon him. For he cares for you. I want us to know that God cares for us so much. To the details of our hair. The Bible says God knows the number of the years on our head. He knows it. He cares to the details of what we eat. To the details of what we put on as clothes. To the details of even the water that we drink. That's why God said, you know, do not worry about your water. About what the water you drink, about the food you eat. He said, don't worry about it. I'm going to make provision for it. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of you. Even we as parents, we, we take care of our children. We take care of our children. I know, I know, I know some parents, even, even they, they will go to the extent of putting some, some stuff on, on, on credit. They, they will charge it on their credit card and say, you know what? I'm not going to watch my child suffer. My child needs this thing. I'm going to get it for him. I'm going to get it for her. And we go to the last, we go to, to, to any extent to support them. Some of us, we, we support them in school. We, 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 we pay for their tuition. We, we pay for their houses. We do, we do everything for them. Now, if we as parents can do that, do you think God, who is our father, will now watch us suffer? No. 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 And that's why the Bible says, casting all your cares. All your cares. We don't need to be selective about it. Casting all, all your cares on him. For he cares for you. God cares for us. You know, one, of the, one of the ways the devil attacks us is by telling us that God doesn't care. Because the devil will come to you and say, ah, look at you, you are sick in your body. You are in the hospital right now. Does God really care for you? If God cares for you, why are you sick? <laughs> He's going to put up all kinds of questions to you. If God really cares for you, say, look at, look at that, one of your daughter. She is still single, not married. And you say, God cares for you. But that's a lie of the devil. It's just putting up all those, all those uh, statements in order to make you to be worried. In order to have access into your life. The Bible says, neither give place to the devil. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27. Because he's going to bring all kinds of things to you. And that was how he deceived Eve. He told Eve, he said, God, look at all the fruit in the garden. Does God really care for you? If God, if God cares for you, he will, have, he will give you access to all the fruit. Why does God ask you not to eat the, 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 the forbidden fruit in the middle of the garden? You know, he, was, he, he was trying to you know, play a wrong message into the mind of Eve. And I want to pray this morning. Every power bringing wrong voices into our life. The Lord will silence them. In the name of Jesus. I said the Lord will silence every wrong voices. In the name of Jesus. And anytime the devil is bringing suggestions like that, let us shut it down. Don't allow it to play in your mind. Shut it down immediately. Shut it down. I'm not going to worry. You stay yourself. I will not worry about my children. I will not worry about my job. I will not worry about the future. God, because God is going to take care of it. God is going to take care of it. God is going to take care of it. So, so and, and Peter that was talking to us here, he, he an, he's an experienced man with Jesus. Because he has made, you know, if, you, if you read the Bible very well, the Bible said so many things about Peter. One of the things the Bible mentioned about Peter was that his, his mother-in-law 
live with him. His mother-in-law lives with him. In fact, there was a time the mother-in-law was sick. They have to invite Jesus to come and pray for her. And not only that, Peter was a fisherman. And fishermen, they, 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 are, they are experienced when it comes to worry. In the sense that they know the best time to fish. They know, the, they, they have understanding of the weather. They don't just operate anyhow. They, they walk by the weather. And this man, because he is an experienced man, you know, when the first time Jesus Christ met with him in Luke chapter 5, the Bible says the Peter was trying to catch fish and he couldn't catch anything. He toyed all night. He couldn't catch anything. So when Jesus Christ eventually, you know, used his boat to preach, he told him, he said, Peter, launch out your, your nets into the deep. And Peter said, well, nevertheless, at your word, we are going to launch our net. Jesus told him to launch two nets. Peter launched only one net. And, uh, you know, it, 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 the Bible says they caught multitude of fish to the point that their net started breaking. So, 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 so Peter knew the power of Jesus. He knew the power of God. And that's why he was telling us here, he said, don't worry. I have been in your situation before. There was a time I was trying to catch fish. In fact, I, 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 I had already given up. I was packing up. I was packing my net to go home. And Jesus showed up. And Jesus asked me to throw my nets. I only threw one net. I should have thrown more than one net. So, and that was why Peter said, casting all your care. You know, the same way a fisherman will cast their nets into the uh, river or into the sea to, 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 to harvest fish. That's the same way Peter mentioned it here because he was talking as an experienced fisherman. So what you need to just do, anytime you are worried, just cast all your care. The same way, I, you know, when I was a fisherman, I was casting my nets over the, 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 the river of Galilee. Casting, casting. You have to keep doing it. Casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Now, in conclusion, because I want us to go and pray. How are we to do this? What are we supposed to do with our care? What am I supposed to do with my care? That is a question. Many of us need answer to what am I supposed to do with my care? Are you telling me that if my child is sick in the hospital, I should just go and sleep? I shouldn't do anything about it? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with my care? You know, because I'm telling us this, you know, uh, there will always be time when we are going to go through some situation in our life. I, I remember the first time, the first time I was put uh, under anesthesia. No, and this was this was it was this year. Sometimes in January, when I was sick, I was put under anesthesia. And the doctor, you know, when when I was when they were preparing me to go into the to the theater room for the operation, the doctor came to me to explain everything to me. I said, "Well, this is what we're going to do. Uh, we are not going to give you partial anesthesia. We we'll, we're going to give you full anesthesia so that you know we do whatever we need to do, and then." You just wake up and when you wake up, they told me everything that would happen to me. They prepared my mind. They didn't just put, start putting um, their surgical blade on my body and be cutting me. No, they told me this is what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do, this is how you're going to feel and things like that. They explained everything to me. And do you know when they were doing that? I was just looking at the man. I was like, but this is, a, this is just ordinary man that want to do this. And immediately I switched to God. I say, if God has so much given these people knowledge and understanding, and they, are, they know what they are doing, they tell you everything, and everything by the book that you told me, you know, it was exactly the, way, the same way you told me. I said, well, if God, if God has, if God who is the creator, give these people the wisdom, what am I going to do? 
Am I so am I going to tell them don't cut me this way? Or am I going to just hold their hold their hand when they want to start walking? I say just hold it that right there. Don't cut me yet. Let me think about it. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to worry. And, and do you know that many of us, when we are with the doctors, we follow their instructions. But when it comes to God, that is when we want to hold the hand of God and say, God, no, no, just hold your hand right there, right there. Hold it, hold it, hold it. I'm going to worry. But when we are with our doctors, we don't worry. We just let it go. We, we let them do their work, right? We let them do their work. We don't worry. If they tell you, use two doses of, uh, of your prescription. You don't say, well, I want to use three. You don't argue with them. You just follow the instruction. Because you know that they know what they are doing. So, And that's the same way we should know that God knows what he's doing. We are not going to do the work of God. We allow God to do his work. All we can do is, just, is to just trust in him. And then he's going to do for us what we cannot do for, for ourselves. So, number one. How am I supposed to undo my care? Number one, for me to undo my care, look at, let's go back to that first Peter chapter 5. How am I supposed to undo my care? What, what did Peter say unto us? He said, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. So, for me to undo my care, number one, I need to know that what God wants me to do with my cares is to cast it upon him. I need to know that what God wants me to do with my care is to what? Is to cast it upon him. Keep casting it. That's the first thing. Say casting all your care. Don't carry your care. Don't carry it as a burden or as a luggage on yourself. The Bible says casting it. So we are supposed to cast it on the Lord. You are supposed to leave it in the hand of God. You, have to, you are supposed to trust God enough. The same way we trust our doctors enough to do their job. We should trust God enough to do his job as God. We get into trouble when we want to do the work of God. When we want to do the job of God and want to do our own job at the same time. We are going to get into trouble. Casting all your cares. Cast it upon him. That's what the Bible says. Leave it in his hand. Say, cast, cast them on me. That's what God says. He said, cast all your care on me. The book of uh, Psalm 55, verse 22. Psalm 55, verse 22. The Bible says, cast your burden on the Lord. Look at that. I believe Peter must have gotten that, that verse of scripture from there. Say, cast your body on the Lord and it shall sustain you. God will only sustain us when we cast our body on him. He shall never permit the righteous to be moved. Look at that. It shall never permit the righteous to be moved. When we cast our burden on him, the Bible says he will sustain us. I, I gave this analogy maybe during the week that the reason why many of us don't know how to swim is because when we want to start learning how to swim, the first thing they will tell us is this. Make sure you float. Learn how to float first. But it is not possible to float if you are not relaxed. Because you are, you, you are on the surface of the water, and then you discover that the, you know your, your your feet are going down, and immediately you start worrying and say, "Ah, this thing seems to not carry my weight. I'm going down. I'm going down. I'm going down." Before you know, you are going down. But if you if you relax and just release yourself, the water will carry you. The water will carry your weight. But the moment you are worried and say, "Ah, my leg is going down. My leg is," before you know it, even your head will go down. So we are supposed to cast, because it is a boat. It's like a load that can make us to sink. 
It is worry is like a load, every load on our head. And the, if we try to carry it, it will make us to sink. So we are supposed to cast it. The word you, the, your care of, over your children, cast it to the Lord. Your care over your job, cast it to the Lord. Your care over your head, cast it to the Lord. Your care over the future, cast it to the Lord. Don't, don't, hold, don't hold back and say, well, I will cast this, I will cast that. But the, the one for my children, I'm, I want to carry it because I am their parents. I'm the one that gave back to them. If you, if you keep doing that, you are not fulfilling scripture. The, the burden over your husband, over your wife, cast it on the Lord. Is your wife sick in their body and you are worried that they will soon die? No, they will not die. Your wife will not die. Your husband will not die in the name of Jesus. Cast the body on the Lord. That's the first thing we are supposed to do. Then number two, how does he want us to cast our cares? How does he want us to cast our care? He said, casting all your cares. Look at that. So we have to cast all of them. Casting all your care. In fact, in Amplified Version, that same first Peter chapter 5, verse 7, the Bible says, Casting all your cares on him, your anxiety, your worry, and your concern once and for all. Look at that. Once and for all. We have to do it once and for all. Casting all our cares, all our burdens, we have to cast it on the Lord. And we must not pick it, we must not take it back. Just like I explained the other time, some of us, when we go to the church, when we, when we hear a good message that talks about, don't worry, don't worry, the, the moment we step out of the church, we pick it up again. So we, the worry over the child, the worry over the job, the worry over the future, the worry over our head, then we, we, we pick them up again. And when we get to, we lose our sleep again. So when we, when we cast it upon the Lord, we are supposed to leave it there. Don't take it again. Leave it there. Let God Take care of it. Then number three, how am I supposed to handle my cares? Or on whom do I cast it? On whom do I cast it? The Bible says, cast it on the Lord. Cast it on the Lord. Do you know today many of us, we want to cast our burden on our pastor. If we have a slight headache, just a slight headache, some people will say, well, I just paid my tithe. Why am I having a headache? As if, the pastor is responsible. The pastor that took the tithe is responsible for the headache. So we, we are not supposed to cast our cares on the pastor. Don't cast your care on the pastor. Don't cast your care on your husband. Don't cast your care on your wife. Don't cast your care on your parents. Cast it on the Lord. On the Lord! Not on people. Not even on your friends. Not on your friends. On the Lord. We are supposed to cast it on the Lord. Many people today, they don't want to cast it on the Lord. They want to cast it on people. They say, ah, that old woman is the one doing me. So you want to cast the burden of your problem on her. I say, yeah, she must die because she's the one behind my problem. It's like you are casting your, you are casting your care on that old woman. As if, it's as if she's the one holding your destiny at ransom. Some of us, we cast it on our friends. Oh, this one doesn't care about me. Oh, this one doesn't love me. Oh, this one. It's like we are casting our care upon them. As if they are the one that would determine our joy or our happiness. What the Bible says is we should cast it. Cast it on the Lord. Not on your pastor. Not on your wife. Not on your children. Not on your spouse. Cast it on the Lord. Cast it on the Lord. And you will not be disappointed. But if you keep casting it on people, you may be disappointed. Because they also have their own burden that they are carrying. Every pastor has their own burden. 
You know, everybody, all your friends that you are complaining that they are not calling you, they also have burdens, they have issues in their life that they are also carrying. They have problems, just like you have problems. So why do you want to add to their problem? So that's why we have to cast it on the Lord. And once we do that, there will be peace. Once we do that, there will be rest. Do you know Peter learned this the hard way? He learned it the hard way. But thank God he, he understood it. Because by the time we get to Acts chapter 12, verse 6, when Peter was put in the prison, do you know Peter was sleeping? He wasn't worried. He wasn't agitating. He was sleeping. Even though he knew that Herod wanted to kill him the following day, he was still sleeping. How was he, how was he able to do it? It was because he cast the body on the Lord. He didn't even cast it on the brethren who were praying. He didn't rely on their prayer because by the time Peter was released in that chapter 12, when he was knocking at the door of the, of the house where they, they were praying for him, they did not even believe that it was Peter. They thought it was his ghost. So it wasn't even the prayer of those people. It was because Peter relaxed. It was because Peter cast his care on the Lord. That was why God delivered him. And this morning, I pray as we call upon God, God will deliver us out of every prison where our destiny has been kept. In the name of Jesus, I want us to go and pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, give me the grace to cast all my cares upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Give us the grace, O God. Give us the grace, O God, to cast all our cares upon you, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have learned what God wants us to do with our care. We have learned how God wants us to cast our care. And we have also learned on whom we are supposed to cast our cares. Lord, we pray for the grace. The grace to cast it. The grace to cast all our cares, all our worry, all our anxiety on you. Father, Lord, we pray that you will give us that grace. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning, let every satanic luggage... Luggage of depression. Some people are depressed right now. Some people are discouraged. You know, it's because they have been carrying some luggage. But we want to pray to God to, to remove those luggage. Luggage of depression, discouragement. We are going to crown to God and say, Father, this, this morning, let them be removed and be consumed by fire. Every luggage of, of, of depression, sinking thoughts. Some people, because of discouragement, they, they keep sinking. Every day, they feel like they are sinking. They are going down. They are going down. Because emotionally, they are going down. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every luggage of discouragement, every luggage of depression, sinking me down emotionally, let them be removed and be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. My yaleke pedelika sinikapolia, luggage of depressions, luggage of discouragement, luggage of defeat and failure. Making us to sink emotionally. We command in the name of Jesus. Be removed and be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let your fire consume it. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Holy Ghost fire. Consume it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every luggage of affliction. Holy Ghost fire. Consume it. In Jesus. Mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, out of every satanic prison where the enemy has kept me, Lord, take me out by fire. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Because Peter relied on God. Because Peter cast his burden on God. 
God eventually sent an angel to take him out. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, because I'm also trusting in you, because I'm, I'm casting all my cares upon you, take me out of every satanic prison. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth from every prison of the past until after my life, from every prison of sickness. Lord, take us out. In the name of Jesus, Masuda Likapa, take us out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I go out this morning, let every powers of darkness, let every powers of the enemy that want to cause me to worry, that want to hold my life and at ransom, be destroyed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every powers of darkness that want to hold our life at ransom, we command, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, as we go out this morning, we shall not worry. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray this prayer and say, Lord, let there be peace in my heart. In the name of Jesus, let every voice, every wrong voice, every wrong voice bringing anxiety, bringing worries into my heart. Let them be silenced this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let there be peace. Open your mouth, command the peace of God. Pray for the peace of God in your heart. Pray for the peace of God in your home. Let there be peace in the name of Jesus. Peace all around us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to declare and say, Lord, over everything that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about, come and take care of it. Come and take care of all my needs. Come and take care of all my needs. My needs for my children, my, the need for my children, come and take care of it. The need concerning my head. Maybe you are sick in your body. Lord, come and take care of it. Come and heal me this morning. Maybe you are expecting one thing or the other. Maybe you have submitted some application and you are worried about it. You can leave it in hand of God for God to take care of it. I want you to open your mouth and say, Lord, come and take care of all my needs. In the name of Jesus, every need that have got me worried, Lord, take care of it. In the name of Jesus, by your power, take care of it. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's open our mouth. Let's open our mouth. Lord, take care of all our needs. In the name of Jesus. Your word says you will supply all our needs according to your riches in glory. Lord, supply all our needs. Lord, meet all our needs. All our emotional needs, our, our material needs, our physical needs. Lord, meet all our needs as we go out this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Is running out. I've come too far to turn around. I
Satisfied